Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, your host with the co-host, the co-host. Brad Livingston. I need like intro music. The well, co-host. We don't have that. Born in it? Well... We no, don't have that. We got something over here, but I don't know which button does what. So, or to figure that I out, one pick day. one. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so yeah, we're back. I want to prep a little bit more with this. <laughs> I don't know what that. I didn't know what that did. I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, it's all good, man. We're here. We're back. Another week, another sermon, another follow podcast. Another one. Another one. and another one. We're here. Who is it that says another one? In DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ, yeah. yeah, we need that. Uh, and, oh yeah, we should totally get that. another one. Yeah, so. it is a couple weeks in a row. It's pretty good for us yeah. these days. Speaking of rappers that talk too much, Eli. I was riding in the car with Eli the other day. I was about to say, wait, Eli raps? Huh? No, I was riding in the car with Eli the other day, and he was like, "Yo, I really am digging this concept album." I think it was like Tyler the Creator or somebody. So I was sitting there, and it was like, it was, and so one of the guys is on there and like talking. Like, so there's the rapper. We you know how, like, different people, rappers and stuff, has someone come after, like, yo, we're back again. Like, doing that whole thing. And I was like, bro, I hate, I hate it when rappers have people on their albums like that. No, I'm sure Tyler, cre- the creator, could care less, which, by the way, is not a Christian rapper. So, audience, you don't need to go look that up. Right. But I'm sure Tyler, the creator, doesn't care about my opinion. But all that to say is, I hate it when like on rap, on tracks, like, you got someone just yelling in the background. It's like, yo, we're back again. And I was like, sometimes I feel like they're reading a whole story. You know, like, there was this one time where this girl, she went to the store, like, got bread and some sandwich meat, went home and made a sandwich with some chips. It's, it's you know, the hype it's, man. It's the hype man. I'm just like, That's what it shut is. up, bro. Like, That's what they do. They, they like I to yell I feel like as hip-hop artists' abilities to write good lyrics went down, they needed to fill the gap. And so they got ridiculous people screaming on the track and stuff. Something to that. I don't like, like a lot of current stuff. I don't know. I'm not up on current hip hop of who's who, what's what. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. Every time it's like, yo, you heard the new, and I'm like, no, nah, I haven't heard that at all. The only person that that musically, and I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not advertising for them. I think is a talented artist that is a current talented artist. There's only two of them that I've heard some of their stuff. Kendrick Lamar obviously is a very talented individual. Um. Yeah, Post Malone writes musically. I'm not talking about his lyrics. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I'm talking about the way he arranges music. He does it in a in a. He's pretty good at that. The thing is, like, I know those guys, but I still don't know their stuff. Like you don't listen to them. I can't name one song by Post Malone. Oh yeah, I have no doubt you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's quite a few that I actually enjoy. I just don't listen to all of his stuff. I yeah, don't, well, I don't listen to. It. I mean, yeah, he's he's a little. He's not Christian, and he no, is no. very obvious in his music. Yeah, no, nah. like, and, and it's I just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel that. Chance the rapper, you know, some of them like they've yeah, you know, it's mm. but Chance he he's supposed to be you know, like uh, supposedly a Christian, right? Supposedly, yeah. I can't. I don't know. He like I can neither confirm nor deny the yeah. Well, I mean, the you validity can't really <laughs> judge someone's right, right, right. I, guess, but I don't. I don't have the that thing ability. is is like <clears throat> he like. You know, he still cusses in all the stuff, but you know he. Yeah. Of course, I know a lot of Christians that cuss, cuss in all their stuff. Goes out on like music. The, the VMAs or whatever, <laughs> and you know, is is you know hyping. Jesus, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. 
No, yeah, I mean it's hard to say. You know, he definitely had he has a lot of church influence in his music, whether it be gospel sound, choirs, yeah. referencing God, you know, but who knows where his, you know, his faith really lies. I, I, you know, I don't have the ability to do that. You know, we can, we can, we'll know them by their fruit. Right. Mm, and like, yeah. there's some people that talk about God that we can tell by their fruit. They're not saved. Um, but some you know, chance in particular, I, no idea. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's a well, lot there. Cool guy. Just, I still like my old stuff. Journey. Journey's all right. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop. I feel believe it. It's good. I wrote that. That part. concert was good. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Is that the one where you had a panic attack? Hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ever have. I didn't have a full on panic attack. I just told him I didn't want to sit where I was sitting. That's it. And then we moved up, and I was fine. And his knees were clanking together. I don't want to sit where I'm sitting. <sighs> that was a good show. Journey and Def Leppard. Journey good and Def Leppard. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, Def Leppard Def Leppard cool. song. Huh? Hmm? Trying to think of a Def Leppard song. Well, their most famous is Pour Some Sugar on Me. Yeah. Photograph. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Photograph? Yep. Yeah. Pour Some Sugar on Me is not their best song, not even close, but it is their most famous, I would say. Yeah. That makes sense. It kind of annoys me, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of artists that are that way. Their be- their their best song isn't even close to their best song, you know? Yeah. They had a lot of hits, you know? They usually end their shows the last couple of years, last couple of times I saw them, their like finale song is Photograph. And that was, that's what is Photograph? How does that go? <clears throat> photograph, I don't want you. Yeah, you're not going to get it from me. No. I don't need you, Photograph. Well, it's, it's a great song. <laughs> I feel like you two just sang two completely different songs. No, same exact song. Hey, did I, did I sound better though? Did I sound better? You probably uh, did a better I, job. Yeah, than based on what you two welcome. just described, I've never heard that song a day in my someone, life. Someone probably just heard that and was like, yeah, I want some more of that, whatever that is. Yeah, hold on. Hey, do you know the cord's not plugged into the thing? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Just uh, making sure. Yeah, there was a there was a problem with the... Uh, with the, the thing. The audio. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, De- Def Leppard, uh, you know, my favorite song is Hysteria. Hysteria is a good one. I actually did like enjoy that one, especially because like they, I think it was that song that like had the really cool lasers that shot out <clears throat> in front of us. Well, there was we a lot of those, but yeah, but no, like that one was like I, heavy on. The lasers. I like hysteria and I like animal. The lasers, sharks with laser beams. Yeah, I like hysteria and I like animal. It's my two favorites, and love bites, probably number three. Love bites, love bleeds. Oh, hold on, what do you? Up. That's it. Now we can't monetize the channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this song now. Great the, song. The chorus is the best part of that song. Yep. I'm pretty sure this plays that rock and roll sushi every time I'm there. Oh. Got the little cowbell. It's a great song. Kink, yeah, Great kink. song. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Def Leppard, what a band. What a band. To stay together after your drummer loses an arm? Yeah, they got 19 extremities. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Or it's a small deal. That's a big know. deal. Your drummer loses an arm and he stays drumming? Word on the street is, uh, I heard this from a pretty reliable source, 
that the first show he came back to play after he lost his arm, they had another drummer backstage that was playing all the that was playing also. And the whole thing was like, if for whatever reason he gasses out, <clears throat> you know, because it'd been a lot. Like, not only does he not have one arm, his dexterity was limited. His, you know, his muscle, all that stuff. And so, like, if he gasses out, he can just act like he's still playing, and they'll pull the mics in from the guy backstage, right? Um, and they played the whole show. They got done. Some of the other band members, I don't know any of their names. Some of the other band members came up to the guy backstage and was like, hey, man, you killed it. We never even noticed the difference between when he was playing and when you were playing. He was like, I never played. Like, on boy with one arm, played the whole show. I don't know. if I, I've done a lot of reading and a lot about Def Leppard. I've never come across that, but, I mean, I guess that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like a cool story either way. I mean, obviously, he's able to do it, so. Yeah. It makes sense. That's the extent of my knowledge of Def Leppard. I know they sound better musically now live than they did years ago. I wonder if that's because... They're tight as a band. I mean... Yeah. Oh, I got. I know what you mean now. They're yeah. tight as a band. Yeah. I mean, and just... And, and his... Obviously, his he his sings... Voices he's a little higher, you know, and those guys from the 80s over the years that hitting those higher notes, their voice don't sound the same. But... and So, I don't think Joe Elliott's voice is as good, but as a band, musically when they play live, they're better than they've ever been. Yeah. And There's something to those guys that just play that have been playing together for so long, you know? Well, yeah, even the new guy, the, the new guy in the band after Steve Clark died of the overdose mm-hmm. and they got the new guitar player, Vivian. I mean, he joined when I saw them in 92, when I was seven, Yep, he had just joined. I mean, he's been, he's been in the band 30 years. And he's the new guy. <laughs> the rest of them have Jeez been to, the, the rest of them have been together since That's you know serious. the mid late seventies. Yeah, you know that's a long time. Yeah. Forty years playing together, quite a bit of time. I'm uncomfortable with the idea that the seventies are almost fifty years ago, but you know whatever. So yeah, no, no that's my that's my favorite. You know, that's how I feel about. You ever listen to Government Mule? No. Nope. Government Mule, Warren Haynes, Matt Apps. Anyways, um, that's how I feel about them. They've been playing together a, a good little while. Warren Haynes and Government Mule, Warren Haynes. Warren Haynes is connected to the Almond Brothers and all the, like all those guys. Jam Bandy. Speaking of the Almond Brothers, there was a video I saw on YouTube um, with, I guess, is it Greg that's the one that's still alive? Greg Almond. I think so. And it's him. Yeah, because Dwayne passed. Yeah, it's him and uh, Zach Brown from Zach Brown Band. Yep. And uh, Vince Gill Ooh. playing one yeah. of the one of the Almond Brothers. And that this leads me to, speaking of Vince Gill, um, the, my dad just got tickets in Orlando to the Eagles. And Vince Gill is touring with the Eagles playing Glenn Fry spot since Glenn Fry passed away. That yeah. is going to be God killer. That's going to be bro. That's going to be killer. Vince, wow. Vince, Vince, Vince Gill, Vince Gill is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. as a musician, and the music musicians love Vince Gill. Yeah, I think it's because he like, <clears throat> at least from the from our perception, I don't know him, you know, but he seems just like a really humble dude. Like he doesn't, well, he's not like hiding his own supply. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, but he's just so talented. He's super so talented. talented. Yeah. He's filling in for Glenn Fry in this Eagles tour. Apparently, mm. that's wow. pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. So yeah. yeah that's anyways, cool. that's our. Uh, 
history of rock. Um, yeah, if you're still with us for this week, uh, we got <laughs> <laughs> we got to hit y'all with at least two of those. Yeah. Not really uh, sure what's happening this year. Yeah. Huh? I'm seeing Def Leppard in August. Oh yeah, that's been pushed off a couple. Where are they coming? <laughs> a couple of years. Yeah. Where are they going? Atlanta. It's oh. it's uh in the Superdome. It's Joan Jett. Oh, that's the show that kept getting postponed. Yeah, yeah. Joan Jett, Poison, yeah. Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. Wow, Motley Crue is going to be interesting. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen them before. It's wild. There's going to be a lot of retirement home buses out there. What? <laughs> you got to be crazy. <laughs> Probably yeah. some RVs for sure, though. That's yeah, going to be... There's definitely going to be some it's RVs. At the, it's at the baseball stadium. Oh, is the it? New, oh, yeah. The new Brave right. Stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. that. I'm down by the stage, You're going to be the youngest person there. No. no probably not. No, sir. I mean, if he probably... good parents he, in the he world, will they'll be, be there with their kids. <laughs> <laughs> he will be in the mix of the youngest crowd. But. Oh, if, if you were a good parent, you'd take your kid to that. Oh, well, there you have it. That's how I feel. There's a lot of drunk people on those. Well, there's that at well, any concert. Go to the say, wharf yeah. and look at any country concert. Dude, you got every yeah. redneck in town out there drinking beer. Yeah. No offense to the rednecks. <laughs> 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 you know. Uh, Anyways. For political correctness sake, no yeah. offense to the rednecks. You know how I love political correctness. You know, yeah. I'm not really sure what any of this has to do with bridge builders, but here we are. Absolutely Standing in nothing. the gap. Standing <laughs> in the gap of, okay. For the kids that don't know good music. Well, man, true that. True that. So, speaking of bridge builders, <laughs> we had a message about it on Sunday. <laughs> had a message about it on Sunday. Yeah, we did. No, we did. We uh, we talked about bridge builders on Sunday, and uh, Sunday was a good day, man. Worship was, man, the worship set was really, really good. Worship was, it uh, was doing something Sunday. It was next level. Yeah. So, it's a good time. I mean, right now, the what is happening in our church is so cool right now. And I know people, if you're around us a lot, you hear us say that a lot. And if you're getting tired of hearing us say that, then you got an issue. Because <laughs> you shouldn't get tired of that. But it's so true, right. though, too. Like, That's it true. is so true what's going on right now. That's true. Um, yeah. So it's just so exciting. And then so we were, we're still in this. What's the name of the series? Taking Ground, right? Taking Ground. Taking Ground. Yeah. So we're still in that. And then uh, you did. Talking bridge builders. Bridge builders, yeah. No, we talking about we, we we were dealing with the book of Joshua and and uh, telling a story in the Bible about Joshua and the Israelites are getting ready to go into the promised land. Finally, been in the desert for all these years, decades, and and uh, so they're finally getting ready to go into the promise and uh, the promised land, and they got a few more steps to take, and um, and so we were just talking about what it means to be blessed or, and have God's favor, you know? And one of the things we, I kept trying to reiterate on Sunday. Cause I was like, this is not about money. It money's involved, but it's not about money. It's about way more than that. It's about, that's tough. It's about understanding the life that God wants you to live. Um, and I'm not talking about the, millionaire life or the yacht having three homes and the Hamptons having that's not what I'm talking not what I'm talking about. So I kept trying to like in both services I tried to come back to that a couple times to help people understand. Money is a part of this because I believe for many people there is an element of financial blessing that God desires for the people who are faithful with the money that he gives them to have so that they can be more faithful with it to take care of more people and impact the kingdom in a bigger way. Okay. But it's not just that. Yeah, right? I'm down it's with much that. More. Does that make sense? It does. So, you know. So we, 
I think sometimes though, I mean, it's hard not to hear money. You know, I get why people think that. Sure. You know, I think the enemy uses that too. Yeah, getting people's heads. Getting people's heads. Yeah, I think sense. that is a big part of it. You know, because money is important in our lives, our daily lives. Like you got to live. You you know. Yeah. And then and then on top of that, we're as Christians. I almost said we're expected to be. Like God asks us to be generous, right? Yep. So you. I could see in some people's head who may not have a mature walk with God that the word expectation does pop up. It's not, there is an expectation of generosity on a believer. Right. On some level. Then you add things like we're doing now with this campaign. Yeah. Where we feel like God's asking us to do something right now, at least this house and our church for people to go above and beyond, you know, the 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 tithe our normal ties yep. you know so i could see how the enemy uses that to go to work in people especially if you're not bought in as much to the vision as some of us or if you're newer you know when i say not bought in i don't mean that as a slight because maybe you just walked in a couple of weeks ago you know sure. and you're not you're not fully invested into the vision and what's been going on here so like i get it yeah um but it is it is far more than money i mean money is almost a Money is a byproduct yeah, think, of it. Yeah, right. Money is one of the branches on the tree, but it's not the tree, right? That we're we're referencing. It's you know, so yeah. Well, and it's like that's why you know you, even like these Christian money people like Dave Ramsey, you know, ideally, you know, that's how as a Christian I get to be generous is through my money, right? You know, like I can't help the family that I know is struggling if I have no extra money at the end of the month. Correct. Or if I, and that's what I love about Dave Ramsey. That's uh, what I love about Dave Ramsey's message about getting out of stupid debt. Yep. Because you can't do the things God has called you to do if all your money goes to stupid credit card debt or student loans or, you know, dumb car payments or whatever. So I understand what he's saying. It's like yeah. you use your money to be generous in a lot of cases. Yep. So I think that's why it is important, but it's not about money. Yep. It's about yeah. generosity. Right. Right. And other things, but the, the money is just a, a vehicle sometimes that you, that you use your generosity. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yep. That's it. Just like I think with a tithe, you know, some people like, you know, it's like time, it's, it's talents, treasure and time treasure being maybe your money but you could also you give of your time when you serve and all these things or your gifts your talents you know but i mean your your money is an aspect of being generous and of giving right but it's not what we're talking about we're talking about giving we're talking about the generosity part right exactly it's just hard to differentiate that in some people's brains Mm -hmm. i think i agree i agree so that's my little spiel well there you have it see y'all later See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think you're you're totally right. And that's what trying to help people understand, you know, it's like, man, I've never Pastor Dan, you know, growing up, we were always taken care of, you know what I mean? Like we were never hurting. Um, you know, we we were middle class, upper middle class for sure, and always well taken care of. So, um, but I would never say that we were wealthy. You know, we weren't we weren't wealthy with an abundance of wealth. But I would say we had an abundance of favor. So, like, whereas a lot of people had to pay to go to a cabin and stay, the favor of God showed up in our family where we knew someone that had a cabin, handed us the keys. And, like, whenever, anytime you guys want to go, just go. Just let us know what week it is. And it's like, yeah, that, like, things like that, I'm talking about 
all the time. Like, I mean, you know, we're planning a trip right now in, in July to go to a lake house. Um, it's like a multi-million dollar lake house in Ohio that a friend of the pastor Dan's owns. And he's like, yeah, if you guys ever want to come, we're going to be here this week. So anytime that month you want to be there other than this week, you guys can go over there, stay for free, whatever. And it's like, that's like, you know, a lot of times people don't think about favor in those types of ways, but those are very significant types of ways that God takes care of us, you know? Um, Well, the funny thing too, about money and all this conversation is how relative it is. Like right. I remember growing up, my dad retired really early because of a because dis- of disability, hurt his back. Right, and we always had, and I, you know, as a kid, you you probably you you don't know your parents try to hide the struggle. I think from kids sometimes a little bit, but we always had like we never went hungry. We never, you know, we always were taken care of. But even in that, you can look back and there's people that had it worse. Yeah, oh yeah, like, absolutely. You, like it's just so relative to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. it's so crazy how sometimes a healthy dose of perspective can help change some things. Because yeah. sometimes when you think it's bad, it's like, man, there there are people that do have it worse. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. and it's like they still get by and they still get up every day and go out in the world and you know don't let it get them down. It's like you know, sometimes sometimes what we're just used to, mm. you know, can be can. Right. You think you have an issue. It's really not that, it's really not an issue. Right. In the big sure. scheme of things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but those, those, I'm talking about favor like that. Those, those things are helpful. It's like, yeah, you didn't have to, you didn't have to pay for, you didn't have to lay out any funds to go to this cabin. Someone donated it. Yeah. Like that's always nice. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so many that. times stuff like that, you know, has gone on. So it's just understanding favor. God. But then we, you know, we unpack that more. It's like, you know, um, because it's again, it's one of the finances. It's, it's about peace. It's about a healthy marriage. You and your family, kids, and, and you know, your kids that are going to grow up and serve the Lord, and yeah. breaking generational curses and addictions, and you know, uh, being a bridge builder is about bridging. So we said <clears throat> when you kick the message off, which of course we say this every week, go listen to the whole message, watch the whole message, you know, but it's what we said in the beginning. It's just like, we're talking about bridging the gap between the life that you're currently living and the life God wants you to live. Right. Between who you are and who God wants you to be. Between where you are and where God wants you to be. We're talking about bridging that gap. And that can be, you know, the fact that you're going to be the last person to ever deal with that alcohol addiction and your kids aren't going to deal with it anymore because you're going to bridge the gap so that they can experience the presence of God in a way that they don't have to deal with the stuff that you dealt with or right. or whatever. So like really trying to go out of our way to help unpack that in a way so that people can see how broad stroked this conversation is. And it's not just, not just money. Right. So, um, so yeah, that was, that's what we talked about. So yeah, we just would deal with Joshua one and then we jumped to Joshua three. Joshua three is where the story's really at. Um, you know, and, um, you know, the long and short of the story is after three days, the officers are going to the camp, tells people to get ready to go. They're going to follow the Ark of the Covenant. And, you know, he talked about how they've never gone this way before and, <clears throat> and how when we're going to do, when we're going to see God do things he's never done before in our life, we're going to have to go to places he, we've never gone before. We have to trust him in ways we never trusted him before. Right. You know, uh, you do the same thing the same way. You can usually expect the same results. Seriously. So, um, you know, so they go. He tells them to, you know, follow the ark, and 
they follow the arc when it moves they move so on and so forth um and so they walk into the water uh and they're so sorry walk in the water they're standing before a body of water not the red sea this is later so the red sea was at the beginning there's another body of water jordan at the end so they got to do this twice right um and so that's kind of kind of what we're dealing with but um you know, one of the things that I, I mentioned on Sunday is the difference between surviving and thriving is rooted in how much it let your faith determine your obedience. Again, the difference between surviving and thriving is how much you let your faith determine your obedience. And that's a big one, man, because, like, you know, people are like, no, I have faith that God's going to take care of me. I'm like, was well, that impacting your actions? So, like, I know you know how to say that because you've been in church long enough. Yeah. But are you not praying with your wife? Have you given up on your marriage? It's like, I have faith in God. It's like, would you have faith in God to do something in your marriage? You know, it's like, I have faith in God. It's like, but I don't tithe because I can't afford it. It's like, well, so do you have, <laughs> so yeah, you're you know, saying something, you're saying something, but, yeah. but you're not, your actions don't represent what you're saying. Right. Like, um, and so trying to like help people navigate that, which is like, so do you, you know, ha- the difference between surviving, existing, and thriving, which is living the, God, living the life God wants, is letting our faith, believing that God can do what he said he'll do, impact our obedience, because our obedience is where we're moving in with covenant and God. And keeping in mind, all of this is outside of salvation. Like, we're, t- we're talking to Christians about Christian things right now, not <laughs> right. really lost people about... so. Not to be confused with the fact that if you give money, you're in better standing with God to go to heaven. Like we're not none of we're not That's doing not none of that. Bad. That's not the case. Uh, we're talking to Christians about Christian things at this point. Um, about as Christians, the covenant God has with His people that's available that we can we can walk in right. right. So, just to clear that up. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. it's not uh, a <laughs> yeah. on uh, prosperity gospel. Prosperity yeah, gospel. Yeah, we ain't having none of that. No, sir. Um, so anyways, yeah, some of the points we mentioned on Sunday, God's direction always seems counterintuitive, but so is his favor. Mm-hmm, that's good. Recognize what your words are doing to your faith and how your faith is impacting your obedience. We talked about that. Um, I like that, too. We talked about the best, this isn't a point we made, but it's something we mentioned on something. The best security for tomorrow's wonders or the best security for tomorrow's amazement. The best security for the things that God's going to do in a supernatural way tomorrow is today's, the word we use, consecration from Joshua 3, 5. Today's setting apart. Today's obedience. Today's action behind our faith is the best security for tomorrow's amazement in God, what God does, right? Um it's good. Yeah. So anyways, all that to say, they get to the body of water, Ark of the Covenant goes out, God picks 12 people, or Joshua picks 12 people, one from each tribe, you know, 12 tribes of Israel. They all step in the water. When they step in the water, the water builds up into walls and their people cross, right? And essentially what we were talking about on Sunday is how uh, <coughs> God is calling each one of us. Someone has to be the first one to put their foot in the water. To break that generational curse, to step into covenantal blessing, to see God's hand of favor on their life. Someone's got to be the one to put their foot in the water. And if you're tired of what your great grandma and your grandma and your mom, all that dealt with, and you want to see it change for your kids, someone's got to 
right. be the bridge builder. Someone's got to yeah. put their foot in the water to create a, a new way, right, for how our family is going to be from now on or so on, right? So that's, that's kind of what we dealt with. So I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we, the, about on Sunday. we had the points. Oh, yeah, the uh, the six points, <coughs> becoming the, a bridge builder. Becoming a bridge builder. So if you want to become a bridge builder, six points. Number one, Justin. Reflect on God's promises. That's right. God has done things. He's made promises to you. So it's reflecting on where he's brought you from and what he's already done, right? Number two. Remind yourself of the life you want to have. Right, because it's easy to get trapped in the life you currently have. Let it blind you. So you got to remember the life you want to have. Number three. Reinforce your commitment to walk it out. I think that's one of the hardest ones. Because it's like you get distracted by some of the things that you want or tempted or whatever. Reinforce your commitment to walk it out. Number four. Remember God's instructions. Yep. God tells us what to do to walk in favor. Remember God's instructions. Number five. Five is receive God's favor. And then number six. Reinvest in God's kingdom. Which the unique part about number six is it puts you back to number one. That's good. Because you get to remember God's promises and then you get to start all over again. Right. So as long as when God does something in our life, we reinvest in the kingdom, then we're starting the process all over again and we get into a covenant, a cycle, this place where we're always with God and God is moving with us and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, man. It's a good time. It's a good day. Go check it out. Go check it out. Yeah. Po- uh, podcast, YouTube, website. Yeah. You, John. I'm All those places. You, you bet it. <laughs> Couple more weeks in the uh, Taking Ground series. Uh, yeah. I think two or yeah. three. Two more. You than me. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Old PJ's or Pastor Justin PJ. J-O. Yeah, that's PJ. Yeah, you're in J-O. both have J. Yeah. Uh, name. That's messy. Preaching up. this Sunday. Yeah. Bringing the word. Bringing the word. Brother Justin's bringing the word. Brother Justin. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sure is. Um, sure am. Sure am. Super Bowl Sunday. You I will gotta not, wear a jersey. I will not be in a Go jersey. sports. You gotta wear a jersey. I don't have a jersey. I already have two people in our church said that they will give you a jersey to preach in. I don't want to wear a jersey. Bro, they said they're going to give you a jersey. Just wear the jersey. I don't want to. Why? I don't like it. Yeah, but it'd be like it's you can Super wear like Bowl a polo Sunday. underneath it though. What? No. With your collar popped out. Just like a. Uh, I don't like the idea of a jersey. But it's not. It's not like it's just a random Sunday where you're wearing <laughs> a jersey. Like yeah, you're but, wearing it for. Yeah, but I'm gonna be like the coach. I'm not the team. I'm not the player. I'm oh, not, I'm you like, should wear a, uh, like a varsity jacket. No, no, wear like a wear like a sports uh, polo. Wear like a you know polo with the with the branded logo on it. Yeah, like a Dolphins logo. Well, wouldn't uh, probably not that, but something. Yeah, how about just you know, or just don't do it at all, Justin. And, and <laughs> yeah, or not, Justin. Yeah. Y'all, wear, if you want to wear a jersey, I think anybody should wear a jersey. But like. I'm thinking myself as more as like the back office of the team, you know, general manager or something. They <laughs> don't wear the pin, just well, like even the, gen, yeah. even the even the GM has a uh, something. Yeah, they, something. you know. Yeah, you know what he does have? The right to say no. Money. Oh, some of them do. I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl. Bengals and Rams. We told you that already. Bengals. 
Who are y'all rooting for? I'm not. Is the Rams? They're not even. I still think that the St. Louis Rams, but it's not St. Louis anymore. Uh, no. It's L.A. Right? It's L.A. Rams. Yeah. But who's the Bengals? What team? What's Cincinnati? Now? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I. I think I'm going to root for the Bengals this year. Old Joe Burrow from. Uh, I usually like to pick whoever Anthony's rooting for, and then root against the other team. Well, that's always fun because, you know, Anthony gets all upset when he's rooting against him. He does not really have a dog in this fight. He's a No, Patriots he doesn't. Fan. And Tom Brady retired. He don't care about nothing now. So, did he st- is he a Tom Brady fan or a Patriots fan? Patriots fan. He Patriots. stuck with the Patriots even though Tom Brady left. So, he yeah. still likes Tom Brady too, though? Or well, Tom Brady retired. Now. Well, so. since he retired. Well, yeah. I mean, before, up to now. Yeah, no, like he was still a Tom Brady fan. Yeah. yeah. So, he's a Tampa Bay fan? No. He's a, he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, but he, he likes both? Yeah, no, well, not really. I mean, he likes the Patriots more because he's a Patriots fan, but he's a Tom Brady fan. Therefore, he was a secondary Tampa Bay fan. See, I think to be a true fan, you got to hate the guy now. We got to get Some him on this podcast agree. and debate this. That's how everyone felt about LeBron James when he left uh, yeah, Cleveland. You, you have to hate him. They were burning his jersey. In the yeah, streets. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but mm. see, I'm not really into sports that much. Like, Go I sports. got other things to think about. I like to watch a good game, but. I don't really care who wins. Who's doing uh, the halftime show? Eminem. Oh, is it? Isn't it? I don't think that's who it is. Is it? Eminem's doing the whole show by himself? No. Like he's the main guy? No. It's, he's got to be like a part of another I don't group. know. He's pretty big, but. I mean, obviously he's big, but I, I don't think that was, I don't think it was him. Um, Only. I'm not a big. See. Lately, these halftime shows have been trash. They've been Trash. The best one in the last decade was 2013, I think, with... Uh, Bruno Mars. Yeah. Bruno Mars, that was... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was one of the it was best a fantastic one. one. Yeah. It really was good. Uh, oh, we're looking it up. Maybe. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that was a good, a good group it's of... It's like them. a hip-hop. Yeah. A hip-hop... It was, uh, it's time to bring back, you know, some of that anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. They should let Def Leppard do it. That'd be a show. Didn't they do that one year? Def Leppard? No. Yeah, no, it wasn't Def Leppard. It was The Who. The Who was in the Super Bowl? What was that? Mm-hmm. That happened like... The very first Super Bowl? No. It happened, <laughs> uh, it happened probably like back in, in, in the In early... like 01, 02, they had Aerosmith and NSYNC and Britney Spears. Early oh, 2000s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, Bruno Mars, that was... Well, generally, they try to have like a... Uh, a current person, and then they weave in some like old school person, a little older. Yeah, you know something like that. Like that, and then they had Prince a few years back. Prince was good. You know, Ooh, it rained on him during Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Yeah. yeah, how iconic is that? Yeah, man, what a moment! I love that song. I'm not a big Prince Purple fan, Rain. but Purple Rain is like one of my favorite Purple songs. Purple Rain. I even like covers. Adam Levine killed that jump. Yes, he did. Yeah, played the guitar. Played that guitar solo. Adam, people didn't know he could play the guitar like that. No, I don't know if Adam knew he could play the guitar like that. He killed that jump. That jump was very good. Prince was an underrated musician. Uh, Maybe because he was so. I don't weird. think he was underrated. I think people give him his due. I don't think so. I uh, I don't I, think I, he, he was a little that. too. Eccentric, flamboyant, you know. There's, there's a lot going on for me and a lot of that. But yeah, there's a lot Purple Rain is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, and I love a good cover, a Purple Rain cover. 
But yeah. I like cover songs too. So, anyways, like we'll see. Poncho. We'll see. I don't know. let us know who you're rooting for in the <laughs> halftime show. No one got that. John was listening. And you didn't hear me. I didn't even hear it. You said, a, you said a purple rain cover. I said a purple poncho. I've been on some dad jokes lately, man. Oh well. Uh, oh, speaking of, I have questions for Justin today. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> All right, uh, so y'all want to take a BuzzFeed quiz? No. Sure. On the podcast? Maybe. Let's it's do a, it. It's, it's remember the weirdest moments of, of past uh, Super Bowl halftime oh, shows. I feel like this might get us in trouble. Uh, I, I won't know none of these, probably. I mean, if it's a bad one, I won't I won't oh, okay, gotcha. ask it. Man, I'm, not, I'm not dumb. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. I remember thinking, yeah. Well. All right, so what cartoon character introduced Travis Scott during the ni- 2019 halftime show? No clue. Uh, Donald Bunny? Doug. You have SpongeBob SquarePants, Squidward, Johnny Bravo, or Lizzie McGuire. Johnny Bravo. Wrong. It was Squidward. Squidward? I have no idea. That's ridiculous. I feel like Justin now. That's ridiculous. Mm. Is there more? Yeah, some of these are just bad, though. What a great segment this was. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell we didn't plan this out. Uh, oh man! Okay yeah. then. Well, well, what rock yeah. band performed with Bruno Mars in his first Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sorry, because Flea, Flea pitched a fit after. Did he? Because people called out that the bass and their guitars weren't, weren't plugged, plugged into in. anything, and he was like, uh, <clears throat> "Yeah, they made us record ahead of time and lip syncing and all that." But Bruno Mars and them, Bruno wasn't lip syncing. I think he was really singing. Yeah. 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 But they're, yeah. Like hey, people are like, your bass and that's so people don't understand. Like, that's all. Anytime you have a live show like that, that's always the case. Yeah. But they could have still plugged it into a wireless pack. No, no, and made totally it look right like that. it was yeah. you know, something. Yeah. Someone got fired. All right. I'll give you guys two more. All right. Uh, Bruce Springsteen decided to do a power slide across the stage during his performance, but ended up hitting a player, the camera, the mic stand, all of the E Street Band. I don't know that. The mics didn't. We're going with the camera. Camera? Camera's correct. He did a slide straight into the cameraman. Perfect. Uh, you mean no one guessed he didn't slide into a player? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> like they were on the stage <laughs> watching. <laughs> uh, oh, man. We got to do one more after this one. Okay. We, we got two more. <clears throat> we're, we're done. Uh, During the Black Eyed Peas performance, what famous guitarist did Fergie sing next to? Eddie Van Halen, Slash, Eric Clapton, or Keith Richards? Slash. slash. You're correct. Eddie Van Halen wouldn't have stood near her. <laughs> Did y'all ever see her? He wouldn't let his greatness bleed off onto her anyway. <laughs> Did you see Fergie? Did you see her national anthem? It was Did you terrible. Ever see that? The fact that the Black Eyed Peas, who are the most untalented bunch of people, got hey. to do the halftime show. Well, go ahead. Will I Am. Will I Am. Is very they don't talented. deserve a halftime he, show performance. No, I don't disagree with that. Will I am is a is a very creative. He's a great producer. No, well, but as far as you like, seen his hairdos, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready? Yep. During his set, what Foo Fighter song did Prince cover? Pretender, DOA, Times Like These, Best of You. Best of You. Best of You. Good job, guys. Y'all are like actually hey. doing things. That All better right. be the song. Well, that's really it. Um, we got. We, we can do more, but I, I think we're pretty much done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely done. Uh, Justin, Justin. <laughs> 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 All 
give you the best. Justin's got a uh, I'm not a big Foo Fighters fan anyways. I love the Foo Fighters. I think, I think they're, they're good. I think they're good. I don't like ride around listening to them. I have them on a playlist, you know, some of their songs. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Like, Everlong's a great good. song. I mean, Did you ever see the Back and Forth documentary? I didn't. And now it's not on Netflix, and now it's... Uh, you, you have to, to like, watch it. You have to wa- yeah, pay to watch it. Wait, it I think it really might be good. on Prime. What's y'all's favorite song by Foo Fighters? I like their old stuff. Hero? <laughs> Hero is good. Best of You is good. Everlong, I think it's my favorite. Ever, I was that was that was where I was going. I was like, I think it might be Everlong. Some of their um, their first album stuff Everlong's is super really easy to good. play on guitar. What's interesting is that first album, Dave Grohl played everything. I believe that. That makes sense. Yeah, the first album was his was his like. Um, yeah, get away from Nirvana. The breakout album. album, like where he just does. Yeah, his own like he recorded all that himself, and was like that first album. Those songs on the first album is what he gave to some of the like when he was recruiting drummers and bass. But this is before Taylor Hawkins and all that. Like, yeah, well. th- when he was trying to, it's like those first songs. That was him playing everything: bass, guitar, drums, all that stuff. So, yeah, um, fun, fun times. Questions for Justin. Here we go. What's something that's always coming? But never arrives. Tomorrow. Dang it. <laughs> Gonna take more than that to stump this brain. Why did the man fall down the well? We're doing riddles now? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing riddles now? Why did the man fall down the well? Who said he did? It says he did. <laughs> he he got tired of his wife or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's kids complaining all day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really know the it's answer. It's gonna be to a question. stupid, like a little dad joke answer. It's probably a dumb, dumb answer because he couldn't see that well. Oh, That's so okay. Stupid. <laughs> I get it. Boom. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's it. I'm gonna save my other ones for later. That's we good. had enough questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. I Justin, give you more. Uh, here's a good dad joke for you. Ooh, okay. This past weekend, I went out to... Uh, Sounds more like a story. To Holt, Alabama. I mean, to Holt. They got the drag strip. Mm-hmm. I went to my first drag race. <laughs> Running in heels is murder. <laughs> <laughs> get it? Drag race. <laughs> uh, get it? <laughs> yeah. That's a good dad joke. That was too much. That was too much. All right, then. Well, uh, y'all can surely find more about our church <laughs> at transformationchurch.com yeah. or Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, huh? And, and yeah, Instagram? Instagram. It's okay. You're good. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, it's all right. I didn't hear it. John heard it. Instagram? I, I cannot validate this. <laughs> Instagram is wrong. No, you just said, you, you didn't say that. You didn't pronounce the T enough. So it sounded like you Instagram? said Instagram. Instagram. Oh. It's a gram. Anyway, so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. And YouTube at Transformation Pensacola. Like, share, subscribe, follow, rate, review. Please do the All things. that stuff. And uh, you'll get to see us again next week, maybe. So uh, yeah. enjoy yourself. Maybe. Because we're going to catch you next time for another week, another sermon, another follow podcast. That's it. Later. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter 
at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.